We've been doing this for 20 years. This guy, uh, he's been doing a lot longer than that. Good to get him back in the Freak Nation. Robin Miller from Racer, racer.com. And Robin, is it true they're going to be taking some of your money to help pay for the uh, the Indy 500 uh, purse out there? Is that true? <laughs> yeah, they're going to take my 401k. I gave it to them yesterday. Well done, sir. That a boy. But, yeah, sh- but, but, go ahead. What's funny is I do a mailbag every week, and and what some fans are really race fans just crack me up sometimes. They can be the most sincere, giving people, and sometimes they can be the biggest bunch of eggheads. But this guy called, wrote in this week, and said, "I'd like to send Roger Penske a hundred dollars to the purse." And I just said, "Sir, that's a very nice gesture, but just go." Give give fifty dollars to charity and use fifty dollars and buy uh, NBC Gold Pass so you can watch practice and qualifying at Indy. That's that's that's, that's my suggestion. But uh, I was talking to Bobby Rahal today for a story I'm doing tomorrow, and we we're just talking about you know there's everybody has an opinion about what we should do or what we shouldn't do, and I don't think anybody can imagine. Kenny, how many, how much money Rogers already spent this year on just keeping IndyCar on the track, and he's not going to make a penny on the Indy 500, which is one of the great cash cows in sports. So, you know, I asked Ray Hall. I said, you know, all these people said, oh, they ought to just cancel the race. And Ray Hall said, well, that would just be if they canceled the Indy 500, even though there's not going to be fans. He said, we would, everybody would lose so much sponsorship money, it would be devastating. Which is, I, I, I totally, I understand and I agree, and I think, you know, it's going to be tough with nobody in the grandstands, but. It's probably going to be a hell of a race like it's been for the last decade. Yeah, I don't understand the pleas from fans to cancel the race. So many sports are running now without fans or with very little fans. It's the best we can do in this pandemic. It makes no sense to me to not have it race at all. Well, first they were pissed off because it got moved. Then they were pissed off because it was only going to be 50%. Then they were pissed off because it was only going to be 25%. Then they're pissed off when there wasn't going to be anybody, and now they're just like, "Well, we ought to just we shouldn't have it." And you're thinking, this, I, "I guess the key is you guys have been around, you know exactly how sponsorship and things work." And like Ray Hall said, he said, "You know, if Roger had come up with double headers, uh, we'd have lost a, a bunch of money on sponsorships." If we, he said, "If we can somehow pull 14 races out of our butt this year, that's out of seven out of the schedule 17." He goes. It's phenomenal. I mean, it's beyond what anybody could think. And I don't think anybody wants to think about what IndyCar would look like if the captain hadn't hadn't bought it last January in the Indianapolis North oh, yeah. Speedway because he's, he's – uh, <laughs> there's nobody in his league in the 51 years I've been doing this that has the brain power and the clout and the vision that that guy does. Robin Miller joining us in the Freak Nation on a Sunday night. And you brought up that Robin, or excuse me, that Roger has already spent millions. He spent at least 15 million, if I'm, if I understand correctly, on the track, Indianapolis Motor Speedway alone. Can you fill people in on other places where he has spent money to keep the series and that track alive, such as renting out the Iowa Speedway, which I was not aware of? Oh, yeah. They rented out Iowa for the doubleheader, and he's probably going to end up buying it just to keep it on the schedule next year. Then you you gave it, you gave Texas a free race because they had no fans and and, and Eddie Gossage, you know I mean you can't blame Eddie I mean he's like look you can have a race here but you know we ain't paying for it and I think you're you're going to see Mid Ohio if it becomes a doubleheader that's not going to have you know IndyCar will be the co-promoter there they were the co-promoter for the doubleheader at Road America and remember in all these races IndyCar didn't get any sanction fee I don't think or if they did it was very 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 small. 
So he got no sanction fee. The only TV money Roger gets is, is from NBC for the Indy 500. And obviously, it, it pales in comparison to what NASCAR gets on a regular basis. So his layout, when you think about the races that he's promoted and uh, keeping the leader circle going, I mean, Indy, and the, the, the $50 million, I mean, that's, I think that's really being conservative. I think the $50 million that Indy would gross during the month of May well, you took, you know, $25 million of that went to the leader circle. So, I mean, Roger's going to have to make, he's making up the Indy 500 first, the leader circle. He's the promoter of, 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 of at least half the races. And, you know, I mean, people said, well, he's a billionaire. Well, he was a billionaire six months ago. I'm not sure he still is now. <laughs> you know? Robin Miller. Man, it's good to have you in the Freak Nation again. Let me ask you something very serious here. Does it hurt the brand of IndyCar if it's run out of Roger Penske's bank book? No. God, no. Because you know what's going to happen is he's so connected. And, you know, he's, he's got businesses all over the world. I mean, he'll. I think he'll find a, a major big-time title sponsor. Maybe not next, but it, it, let's give him a couple years. And I, I think the biggest regret we all have, I, I say this to him every time I talk to him, why couldn't you be 53 instead of 83? <laughs> if he had 30 years to put this thing back on, I mean, no, he, the guy just, uh, uh, he, he, I just think he understands, look, there's nobody else out there. There's no, there's, there's, there was another group that was trying to, that was bidding for the Aftermore Speedway and they dropped out when the price got to a certain level. So I was told, but, Nobody cares about it like he does. I mean, you know, I mean, he called me at midnight the other night and, you know, he, he's, I, you know, shouldn't you be asleep? Because I'll sleep from two to six. That, I get my four hours. Don't worry about that. And he says, don't you worry about my sleep. And, I, and he, he was just saying, uh, basically, I said, Roger, I, when you announced, we did a story like seven weeks ago and he said, we're not going to have the Indy 500 without fans. Well, something major went down here in the last week. And I don't, Ray Hall and I were talking today. I, I don't think it was Roger's decision. So, cause I said to him the other night, I said, you took one for the team, didn't you? And he goes, well, that's nice of you to say. He says, I think I took one for a lot of people. So whatever it was, the gov- the local government, the IU health people, the just whatever. I mean, he, he, he backed off of his stance. Cause I think we could, I, we could have put 60,000 people at IMS easy and kept them apart. And, you know, I think it would have been fine, but you know, he, he, uh, he went ahead and, and, and pulled the plug on it. So I said, well, you got to tell me the story someday. So yeah, maybe someday I'll tell you the whole story. So we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> well, the IU health article that came out a couple of weeks ago in which they were pretty much condemning running the Indy 500 with any sort of fan base. How true were the rumors of the medical staff with IU health, which actually supplies all the EMTs and of course the infield care center, et cetera. How truth were the rumors that they were going to plan a boycott if they went ahead and ran it with fans? Well, that, you just told me something I didn't. I'd not heard that, but it, it wouldn't surprise me because here's what's amazing: they have this party every year, the Rev Party, and a lot of the proceeds go to IU Health. Hmm, that's interesting. So then you turned around and 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 pretty much told the Speedway, you know, you can't have it. Here's the thing: Roger Penske and Mark Miles and Bowles, they've all, they, you know, they spent they spent more time downtown talking to politicians and government people. I mean. You know, Roger doesn't do anything half-assed. You guys know that. And he, this wasn't something he blindly went into and threw it, like throwing darts at a board. 
he he thought this thing out. I mean, he didn't have anybody at the brickyard because he didn't want to do anything that could screw up the Indy 500 from having people. So whatever it was, uh, yeah, that, that, that could be. I mean, there's a possibility. Chris, what you just said, I'm, I'm, I just, I, I don't doubt that a bit. I mean, you know, they probably felt pretty strongly, but I just think, you know, you can always find people to come in and, and help on race day. I mean, it, it, you could probably still have the race. It's just that I think so many people were excited because it was going to be the biggest sporting crowd of the year, it looks like. And, you know, it's going to be pretty unusual to see the Indy 500 with no, with no fans. I mean, no interaction and, you know, I was talking to AJ Floyd a little while ago, and he said, "You know, I said, what do you think?" He said, "Well, I just hope." He goes, "I only the only person I care about the end during the month of May." I said, "August, AJ." He goes, "Yeah, well, the month of August is Parnelli." He goes, "I don't give a hell if nobody shows up." And I said, "Yes, you do," because you know he's always saying, "I don't." People are always bothering me. Leave me alone. And I said, "Oh, you love the fact they know who you are and they want your autograph, you old fossil." So he's uh, he. The good thing about Floyd is he's he's. He he sounds great, and he's going to be at Indy. Start, he's going to be here Wednesday and stay for the whole time. But it's the 65th straight year he's been at the Indianapolis 500. Kids, 65 wow. years in a row. Wow. Robin Miller's in the Freak Nation. Robin, let me throw another, uh, some more speculation on the fire here. I was reading a story this week about Honda offering to help a third manufacturer get ready to be an engine sponsor in IndyCar. I didn't see anything about Chevrolet in that story. I look up Chevrolet and the financial news, and they're in deep trouble. Is there a chance? Have you heard anything about maybe Chevrolet uh, giving some notice that maybe they're uh, not interested in racing anymore? I haven't heard it, and I know that Honda and Chevrolet were both kind of waiting to see if they get a third manufacturer, then they'll, you know, because IndyCar would like to see them sign a five-year extension of their contract i think that's the year i think that's the length of what they're looking for um you know i i I don't know enough about the inner workings of detroit to know if there's any validity to it or not but you know you always wonder i mean you 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 watch a nascar race and you and in the ratings you know there's four or five million people watch it and can you watch an indycar race and there's six hundred thousand to 1.1 million and you know chevrolet and honda spend a lot of money and um so far, I think Roger being, you know, he, he's the one that got Chevrolet back in it and he's still on some Ilmore. And I, I think he's, I think Ferrari must really be a serious player because he's, he's been helping the negotiations for that. So, uh, you know, it would figure, wouldn't it? Have watched, they'll get Ferrari and then they'll lose Chevy. No, hopefully not. But if you, if, if you go, if you had three engine manufacturers, you know, you know, three, three strong engine manufacturers, they could each have seven or eight cars. It'd be pretty sweet and get the new guy, a, a, a one or two big teams and bring more money in the series. That's what it needs right now. You know, I mean, the, the purses are terrible. I'm not talking about Indy. I'm just talking about the, 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 the you know, the purses to win an Indy car race are just, they're laughable. And, um, you know, the leader circle keeps a lot of guys going. And, and, and I think, you know, Ray Hall told me today, I think they have 27 sponsors for their two cars for the year. And they've, you know, they were changing, they were changing out paint schemes Friday, Saturday, and Sunday when they had the double headers because they have, you know, got to take care of everybody. It's just what worries me next year is how many sponsors are going to be able to answer the bell and come back uh, that had to lay people off or lost part of their percentage of their business. I think next year is going to be such a challenge 
And if there's anybody that's probably up to it, it's RP. Thank goodness. Robin Miller, before we let you go, something that you just brought up about how the purses are not not worth much. And this is something that I always was questioning in Supercross. It just doesn't make any sense with a series that looks to be healthy. Ratings are on the upward side. Let's take COVID out of this for right now. Sponsor, new sponsors seem to be signing. Yes, of course, next year might be strange, but it just doesn't seem to add up that the winner's purse just doesn't pay what it looks to be glamorously on television. Well, I mean, when the, when the winning team uh, cleans house and gets $35,000 in 2020, and you, think about AJ, and you think about A.J. Foyt winning the Hoosier 100 in 1965 and making $19,000 and change, it's, you know, it, you just, that, that's why, I mean, Roger was going to make the Indy 500 purse up. He, he was putting $2 million into it to bump it up to $15 million. And I think he knows it, it would really, really be great to get it to $20 million someday, pay $5 million to win. So the ancillary stuff, all the other purses, I mean, you know, you look at look at the crowds at Iowa or Texas. And, you know, I'm, before this, I mean, there was nobody there. You go to Road America, and you feel like it's a big event. You go to Mid-Ohio, Long Beach. There are four or five places where what you say, you go to a race, and you're like, damn, this is a big deal. It's just that there are not enough, I don't know, there's just there's just not enough money out there right now, I think, to, to try and rectify things and, and, and make the purse better. That's why I'm hopeful Roger will find a major title sponsor, and, and one of the things they can do is put money in the purse, because we always thought, you know, when Cart got FedEx, oh, it's going to take them to the moon, this is going to be, the, you know, FedEx didn't spend, they didn't spend anything. And then, you know, we've had IZOD, Pet Boys, and diff- different Manny Moe and Nojack. That was my favorite sponsor, Manny Moe and Nojack. Remember them? <laughs> so I just say, uh, it's a, it's, right now, I think all of auto racing, not just IndyCar, all of auto racing right. is going to be such a challenge to keep on the track next year and to yep. find money. And uh, the best thing IndyCar's got going for it is its competition. I mean, it's, you know, it's, I mean, there's, 12, 13, 14 guys to win the Indy 500. And yeah, I know Penske and Ganassi win most of them, but I mean, you know, Connor Daly wins the pole at Iowa. And I think Graham Ray Hall and, and is going to be tough in Indy. And I, and I think, uh, I, I just think Ed Carpenter's team is going to be, you know, there's always a chance in Indy and the racing's been so good the last five years. You're thinking, okay, how do we turn this great racing into something that's financially more viable? And I think that's, that's going to be the, that's the key. And you, thankfully, like you said, you got Roger. Mm-hmm. Roger Miller, hell of an insider for Indy. Ro- Ro- Roger Miller, yeah, hell, hell of a guitar go. player and singer back in the day. Robin <laughs> Miller here in the Free Nation. Uh, Robin, it's always greatness. Thank you for the insight and being a part of 20 years of Speed Freaks, bud. Well, I'm glad you guys are still kicking. Steve Jones mm-hmm. said, tell you guys hello. And uh, <laughs> Anthony Joseph Boyd said, I said, hey, you're, you're, you're 85 years old now. I said, uh, I said, you know, you might have to just use a cane or a walker to get around at the speedway because, you know, I mean, you're, oh, bullshit. I'm not going to wear it. I'm not using no cane or no walker. I'm walking like a man. So it's good to know the king is still alive and kicking. Go, AJ. There it is. Robin, thanks for staying up late, buddy. Hey, thanks, gang. See you. You got it. Robin Miller, IndyCar Insider here in the Freak Nation.